Welcome to the United States Paranormal Podcast. Sit down and buckle up for an enlightening ride through everything cryptid, creepy, and paranormal. Hello, all of my paranormal freaks out there. It is I, Golden Fucking Jay, hanging out with... The rocker chick. And J-Dub. I just wanted to make it a little more spicy. Spicy. <laughs> oh, my. I'm, I'm excited about tonight's episode. Uh, I did, uh, I did uh, how do I put this? This was one of those things that I stumbled across by accident because I was looking for a story. Right. And, um, man, it's been the last few days have just been this intense going into this story so i'm quite excited about this one tonight and i hope i deliver it were you know make it worthy i'm sure you will i'm sure i'm gonna fuck it all up somewhere (laughs) along the line (laughs) it'll be fine it'll It'll be be wonderful it's fine everything's fine yes so what's been going on guys nothing lots of work and no play Oh, come on. You had some play in there. Very little. Oh, I don't Oh, I did. It. I Yeah. I went in the hot tub as soon as I got off work today. Oh. That was nice. Yeah. <laughs> I was, I left work, went to, went right back to work. Answering emails, setting this up, doing that. You didn't have to chase the dog into the cornfield. No. Oh, my God. So, so <laughs> let, me, let me tell you, let me tell our listeners and I'll, um, mm-hmm. we'll retell this story. So, you know, we're going to tell the whole story. I'm going to tell the whole okay. fucking thing. <laughs> I'm going to tell you all the whole entire synod. Yeah, well, whatever it's called. So, we we did. The deck is done. And Bobby keeps buying little things to put on the deck, you know. So, you know, we got flowers and we got new tables and we got a hot tub. And, yeah. uh, and three grills. Oh, oh no, and no it's in a smoker. a smoker. Yeah. We, the other day she was like, you know what? I want a smoker. And I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> so now I have to learn how to fucking smoke meat. <laughs> I fucked up the first, uh, the chicken I did was, uh, was delicious. delicious. The ribs, they sucked. <laughs> they were not very good at all. And they take twice as long as a chicken. That's yeah. the problem. But anyway, so the other, the uh, Ozzy has been doing really well about not being tied up but staying on the deck we keep emphasizing to him he's not allowed off of the deck when he's not chained up so the other day we were in the hot tub and i have this new thing where i don't want to go back into my air-conditioned house soaking wet yeah in in a bathing suit so i will strip down out by the hot tub (laughs) and just be wrapped in a towel (laughs) the rocker chick here she goes over and she lets Ozzy out onto the uh, um, onto the deck. I think that's because I was cleaning the filters, wasn't it? You were doing something, yeah, watering the flowers, doing, or something doing something after we got yeah. out. Yes. Yeah. So she lets him out, and uh, I'm, you know, I'm stripping out my <laughs> my swimsuit, and I got my towel wrapped around me, and I start to go in the house, and I and I look at her and I say, "Hey, don't forget, Ozzy's out here, and he's not chained." And I turned around. And you can just see it. He has spotted a fucking rabbit in the yard. <laughs> and I'm like, son of a bitch. And boom, he's off like a fucking dart. 
into the yard. Here's Bobby running through the yard in just her bathing suit, <laughs> going out there. And I'm like, fuck, 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 fuck. What a, and the rabbit actually goes through the yard and into the fucking cornfield. <laughs> and now I'm like, shit, if the dog gets in the cornfield, we'll never fucking find him, especially if he's chasing that rabbit. So here I am sprinting after Ozzy and the rocker chick and nothing but a towel. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm barefoot, walk, running through the cornfield. Oh, my God. And I was just like, oh, shit. This dog is going to be the death of us. Oh, At least you had your bathing suit on. <laughs> yeah, true. It was a little refreshing. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> A lot of breeze in places that don't see a lot of breeze. You know what I mean? Oh, man. <laughs> he but might have been a little mad at the dog, too, but I'm just like, it's instinct. You know, yeah. you see something, you... And, and those those types of dogs are... Don't they normally... They're bred to... Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah rabbits and squirrels and, mm-hmm. and stuff like that. That's, yeah, that's the, is true instinct. But there's a rabbit and a fucking cat that just torment him. <laughs> we We were... Where were we at? We at the campground? Yes. And Jeremy's like, the ring bell just went off. So there was movement at the house and he pulled it up. And it's a freaking cat in the front of the house coming out from underneath the deck. Oh, or he geez. had to have been on the deck. And it's like, no wonder when the dog goes out, his nose is straight to the ground and just <laughs> sniffing all over the oh, place. Oh, this cat was just strolling with swagger, too. Like, you know this what I'm is mine. Yeah, look at me. <laughs> I know you could see me on that ring camera. Mm. <laughs> and Ozzy's like, oh, hell no. <laughs> yeah, stranger danger. Well, the best part is at the campground, the rabbits know exactly how far his leash goes. So they will run in between the lots because he can't get onto the other lot. Yep. So they'll run in between the lots oh, and just fuck funny. with him. Yeah, oh, yeah. poor, poor like, little guy. Can't get me. <laughs> if you ever seen a rabbit give the bird, yeah, he was <laughs> giving him the finger or the That's paw funny. or whatever you want to call it. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh yeah That's funny. so uh i have this idea that i want to run by our listeners now that you know that i run naked through the yard um <laughs> would would you guys be interested and i've i've you know i got this idea from there's a couple other podcasts that do this all the time but i want to do it for an episode if our listeners be interested I would love to do an episode with our listeners doing a voice rec- a voice recording of them telling us their paranormal story. So just get on your phone, you know, do a recording app or however you want to do it, um, and just put it in a Dropbox or and email it to the United States Paranormal at gmail dot com. You know, just share it on your Dropbox or in your Google Drive, and I would love to put together an episode. With the the listeners and their stories stories of them telling their stories. So um, I think it'd be cool if any of our listeners want to do it. Um, I would I think it'd be great. You know, even if we only get like, say, maybe three or four, I think it'd be still a killer episode. So um, don't be shy. Just sit down, record your story and send it to us and we'll do an episode. And I think it'd be really cool. So is this like their first hand? Paranormal experiences? However, yes. Or their grandmothers or, yeah. you know. The stories what, you've heard yeah. as a kid growing up and you have stuck with you for. Yeah. Yeah. So. Cool. Um, 
I would love to hear from the listeners. I love the emails. I love hearing the stories. You know, ISOCAM sent us a really good one. Abby sent us some good ones. Um, I would love to hear them in your own voice. So if you if you would, go ahead and, uh, you know, record it and send it to me. Either you can send it Dropbox or Google Drive or uh, you can try email. But some of the emails won't, won't hold some of the bigger audio recordings. So You know what would be cool, too? Uh-huh. Is if our listeners recorded themselves trying to do your intro to your story. <laughs> that would be funny. Hi, Golden Jay. Actually, I would love to hear that. If you, <laughs> That would be great. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, you can send those, too. I will definitely put those on in the, in the podcast if you just want to send those. Just, uh, you know, what do you call it? Mimicking me. Yeah. Yeah. Ghosts do that, too. I know. know. I know. I think those are the worst ones. The you mimickers. think so? The mimickers, yes. The mimickers are the worst ones. Oh my god, I would hate to hear my own voice coming down the hallway. Yeah, that would freak the shit out of me. Worse than seeing something. I mean, yeah, that would be. Now I just yeah. want to record her when she doesn't know it and play it going down the hallway. <laughs> Who the fuck was that? <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! Oh, what? Would you recognize your own voice though? No. Oh yeah, you think so? My voice is so annoying to my to me. Probably everybody else too. But oh, I I find it interesting. Uh, I know that I've been through this. You know, being a musician and doing recordings for a long, long time. That people even tell me when they get on the podcast that it's hard for them to listen to their their episode because they're like, I can't. That doesn't sound like me. And like, no, it, that is what you sound like to everybody else but yourself. I don't know why it is that that's what you, you hear it differently, but it's that. Chuck was that way. Oh. When he did the Golden Odyssey series with me, he was like, it was really tough for me to listen to myself talk because it just doesn't sound like me. Yeah. I've done it now for so long that I don't, uh, I don't hear any difference. It's like, <laughs> yep, that's me. <laughs> <laughs> I guess when you do five podcasts a week that you uh, – yeah. You tend to, uh, you know, know it's you. So, but yeah, it doesn't bother me. But I, I know what people are talking about when they say that. So, it's interesting. But yeah, listeners, I would love to get some of those clips. So, we are working on something for our 100th episode. I'm getting excited. <laughs> We're working on a couple other things too that uh, I think might be a lot of fun. And. Yeah, J-Dub's all, she's into it. Look at her. She's all excited. Yeah. Um, So, what do you got for me this week? Oh, my. I don't know that I, let's see. Let me ask you this. Oh. If you had a chance to name a country, what would you name it? A whole country. And you got to pick the name. Oh, yeah, that's easy. Okay. Golden (laughs) J. No. Hey, it works. That's what you want to name. That'd be the greatest country in the fucking world right there. Wait, would I be in a desert? I'd probably be. I'd probably get some hunk of desert, wouldn't I? That would be my country. It's just this dried out. Uh, No. Cactus loving. (laughs) It's it's a paradise. Yeah. It is a paradise. Yeah. Paradise. The grass is green. The sky is blue. And shit still smells like shit. <laughs> Welcome to paradise. <laughs> You're sicker. I'm looking at you sicker. <laughs> what do you think, J-Dub? 
Um, see you next Tuesday. <laughs> see you next Tuesday. What? <laughs> that would the be the name of your, of your country. country? Yeah. See you next Tuesday. I love that. See, that's... see you next Tuesday. Welcome to See You Next Tuesday. <laughs> Think about it. Wait, I missed that. What was see you next Tuesday? Oh, <laughs> that's what would your flag look like? <laughs> the great white beard. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, wow. Uh, You've thought about that question before, haven't you? <laughs> well, I say that a lot to someone it, that I know. <laughs> oh, gotcha. Gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> Is this somebody I could say that to also? Yeah, you All sure right. can. All right. Awesome. All right, Rock Chick. I got to get away from this before I you say shit that <laughs> yeah, gets me in no, trouble. Yeah, don't say stuff that gets you in trouble. So, um, yeah, mine's plain and simple. I would call it Wonderland. There's already a song, you know. <laughs> it's already it's already got its own. So what's the song? Uh, Your body is a wonderland. That's not John really, Mayer. Yeah, but well, that's not. But there's a, Wonderland is the body is. A, I mean, Wonderland is not your the body. Single tile. Your, your land. It's the same damn thing. Wonderland. <laughs> that's what I would name my country. I don't care if you don't want to live in it. Just that's what I name it. I want to live in it with you. <laughs> Can I have like a summer home in Wonderland? <laughs> I mean, we have a winter home in, in, in Golden, Golden Jay. <laughs> and you can vacation and see you next Tuesday. See you next ah, Tuesday. Ah, yes, yes. I like the see you next Tuesday. It's just got a ring to it. It does, doesn't it? <laughs> it's like she said it, and I'm like, fuck, that is good. <laughs> but see. I could call mine for unlawful carnal knowledge. What? For unlawful, for unlawful carnal knowledge. Knowledge. He just wants the abbreviation. She's thinking about it way too hard. I'd have to say it written out. For unlawful carnal knowledge. Oh. <laughs> okay, I get it. <laughs> I had to air spell it, people. I had to air spell it. Well, I had to too. <laughs> I know. <laughs> That's not right. <clears throat> but I want to know what it actually be C E E. Or S E E. No, it's just, or a, just, just a C. It's just, just a C. U next, next Tuesday. Tuesday. Yes. So when you t- when you write it out where you're from, the letter C, the letter U, next Tuesday. Uh huh. Okay. All right. But when you just say it, people are like, huh? <laughs> no, I'm not saying that. See you next Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Bye. Jazz hands. <laughs> As you're walking away. <laughs> there we go. There's some flashbacks right there. That's funny. <laughs> All right. Are you guys ready to get into today's episode? I am, I am, I am. Sam, yes. I am. Yes, yes, yes. Well, ladies and gentlemen, today I am going to talk about the Glimmer Man. Ooh. Now, uh, I just, I'm right up front, I want to state my sources because I think this is very important because these, these sources did a lot of research, you know, that, uh, that I listened to and, and pulled from. So uh, I used uh, phantomsandmonsters.com. Uh, I used the Strange Sessions podcast, and I used Brief Hole podcast. 
And let me tell you, they I enjoyed both of those podcasts. Phantomsandmonsters.com, if you get a chance to go and check it out, they have a ton of shit on there with a ton of stories from different uh, different stuff like that. I also use Reddit. Reddit but had some stories on it. So do you guys know what the Glimmer Man is? No. No. So the Glimmer the Glimmer Man is a translucent human-like being. A lot of people say it looks like the Predator. Oh. So they actually call it the Predator. Some call it the Predator entity. Okay? Okay. Because not only does it look like Predator, you know, with it being, you know, see-through and and but it also makes that apparently makes that same clicking sound like in the movie you know the arnold schwarzenegger movie with the uh, mm-hmm. you know what i'm talking about that absolutely i do not you never see i can't do it <laughs> <laughs> what was that hold on i'm gonna insert the sound right here okay there it is that was it? did you guys get it <laughs> <laughs> when you listen to the playback, you'll hear the sound. Okay. <laughs> Isn't it just a ticking sound? Yeah, it's kind of like a, I, I, yeah, yeah, kind of like, like that. that. Yeah. Um, in most accounts, it makes a clicking sound and it fills you with immediately full. Of, it fills you with full of dread. You know, you get that feeling like in your stomach of like, this shit is not good. And it also says it tries to lure you in and steal you. Ooh. So there's a and there's a lot of um, theory that this is an interdimensional being that travels through portals and you know time and space type stuff. So some of the stories and we I don't know that we'll run into the ones I'm going to tell what that they're actually luring you to pull them through the portal into their dimension. Hmm. So. I don't know. There was talk of like people coming up missing, but they would find blood on trees. So they think that they were pulled through the portal and then, you know, that left some of their blood on these trees and in this area. It's it. There's a lot of different things that go on with this. There's a lot of um, really cool ideas uh, of what it, you know, what they think it is. Because nobody can actually, nobody's ever physically, um, you know, touched it or whatever. You know what I'm saying? It's always been, yeah, and lived to tell a tale. (laughs) Most people, if they think they've been picked up by the Glimmer Man, have disappeared and they think and got pulled into another dimension. Um, It's also known as an ITE. That would be an invisible terrestrial entity. It will lure you in. Are you ready for this? I don't know. Like a call out of a woman in distress. Like, you know, help me. I need I need help. I, you know, I, I'm hurt and I need help. Uh, or a baby crying. So a lot of people will go and, and, you know, hear that and be automatically pulled to try to go. Well, there's a baby crying. Why is there a baby crying out here in the woods? Because most of the time, all of, all of these stories have something to do with forest, woods, trees, and stuff like that. So, but I um, not too question away. Isn't that something that they say squatch do too? Squatches call out um, 
sound like babies? Yeah, I think I've heard that. Hmm. Interesting. Hmm. That's interesting. <laughs> Nothing to add to that? Just Not yet. No, okay. <laughs> Not yet. Uh, they also say that this entity can run anywhere between 50 and 60 miles an hour. Oh, my God. I'd be dead. Because there are accounts of um, them, like people in cars seeing it running beside the car. How are they seeing it? Well, okay, that's a good question. So it's translucent, but they say it kind of looks like, um, did you, do you ever see, well, you've seen Predator. No. You ever seen the movie Predator? No. Neither one of you have seen fucking seen Predator? Predator yes. Okay. It it kind of goes in and out. Yeah, but you can kind of see the, the shape. The form, yeah. Yeah, you, you kind of see the shape. Oh. And a lot of people say that they can see it's a shape. It's a humanoid shape, but it's translucent. So you just kind of get like this um, heat wavy look. Oh, or okay, yeah. Like, like looking, a glimmery, yeah. Yeah, or like looking through saran wrap. Like okay. looking at something in saran wrap where you, you know, you can kind of see through it, but you can't see, you know, it's, yeah. but there's a lot of people are coming out with the shape and the, and the form of it. So a, a lot of people say it's anywhere like six, to seven foot tall. You know, some of them, some accounts have said there's, you know, it's a lot shorter, maybe three or four foot tall. I mean, it's, it's kind of all over the place as far as, um, you know, the, stories that go with with this so as we read i've got several stories that i want to read to you and they're some of them are kind of long but uh some of them are there's a couple of them that are kind of short but there's some there's some pretty good ones here so okay any other questions about the glimmer man right up front did i miss you know is he all over or is he just in like everywhere great there's um chicago there is uh, you know, North New Hampshire and Maine, all the way down, you know, it, everywhere. There's accounts from all over the place. It's crazy. I didn't even touch a quarter of the stories, which I'm going to tell today. I tried to pick up different ones um, than what the other podcasts I listened to did, and I tried to find different ones, but there was a couple of them that I really, really wanted to tell you guys, so that turn, I thought turned out really well. So this first encounter is what I call encounter in bed. So let me let me make something very clear. Most, almost all of the encounters are outside. But this one just happens to be inside. All right, so the first encounter story that I'm going to tell you, the date is July 14th, 2018, two days after my birthday. At the time, I and my girlfriend were living with my parents in their old, old two-story brick house. My room was upstairs. It was about 10 or 11 p.m. at night, and I, I and my girlfriend were laying in bed. Nothing out of the ordinary was going on, so no hanky-panky, you know what I'm saying? Mm. It's just a typical night of chilling out in bed. <laughs> First of all, let me mention I'm a grown man. Yes, still live at my mom's house, but still a grown man. I don't get scared easily. <laughs> J-Dub. What? You were like, just because he's a grown man, doesn't he can't get scared? <laughs> he should have seen the look on her face. It was like, me. I'm not afraid of the dark or the boogeyman, but this night is going to test my uh, scaredness. Scaredness? Scaredness. Uh, I never even imagined in a million years something like this 
would ever happen. It was the furthest thing from my mind. We are lying in bed and my girlfriend had to go downstairs to use the bathroom or something. Mind you, the bedroom light is on and I'm laying in bed. The TV isn't on, is not on. Haven't watched it all day. But all of a sudden, this is how I'm going to describe it as close as I can. All of a sudden, it feels like my bed is almost shaking or vibrating. In a sense, me not understanding what's happening. I start looking around, but as soon as I turn my head to the right, I can see plain as day the silhouette of a human shape. But this human shape figure, you could see straight through. It kind of looked like heat waves, but the distinct shape of a human, there was no mistake about it. Okay, let me pause and do a recap. I came to realize that the bed shaking or vibrating was actually me trembling out of the fear way before I even saw anything. It was like my gut feeling was in tune trying to warn me. (laughs) Can you imagine that? Mm -mm. Back to me seeing the human shaped figure, though, it, it was just stuck in a stare or gaze of awe when suddenly I watched it walk to the foot of the bed all the way right to my side of the bed. And in a split second, my conscience says, get the fuck out now and run. (laughs) So I jumped up. I swear I didn't even remember walking down the stairs. I was gone that fast. Now, mind you, my mom, dad, my sister, and my girlfriend are all right there in the dining room when I bolt into the downstairs door. They looked at me said, what's wrong? You're as pale as a ghost. I kind of didn't want to say anything to them because, let's be honest, what if I told you that I saw a clear person? How the hell would you going to react? But this is the weird part. We don't mention this to anyone. That's a weird part. They didn't mention it to anyone. About a week later, give or take, my niece comes over. She's 10 at the time and likes riding the uh, four-wheeler trike. She rides it uh, for a little little bit shorter than she usually rides, and she comes in, and she is also pale as a ghost, and we ask her what's wrong. What happened? She says, please don't think that I'm stupid, but I saw an invisible person chasing me on the four-wheeler. It had a grown-up body, but it was invisible. It didn't have any facial features at all. You could see just the shape or outline of a human-like body. I instantly got chills all over my body. While I told her I knew exactly what she had seen because I had a similar experience the week before, I told her, you're not crazy. It is real. I don't know what it is, but I saw it too. I have, uh, he has one more encounter uh, another four years later, but he didn't talk much about that. Hmm. So he's a grown man, but now he needs to wear diapers. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my goodness. Obviously, yes. Yes, he did. Because he probably shit his pants. Well, wouldn't you? Yeah. Okay. Just checking. What do you think of that one? But couldn't it have been a ghost? I mean, he said old, 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 old. Brick farm, like old house. Yeah. Oh, it could definitely be a ghost. For sure. 
but the heat waves and then yeah. his gut because you said the thing makes him have a feeling of dread yep even before you actually physically see it you mm-hmm. are, you get that feeling of dread like i shouldn't be here so that's why he was trembling before he saw it right right Aye. all right are you ready for the next one <laughs> so i call this one the air force base encounter um the witness and his friend were exploring an abandoned Brookfield USAF station in Ohio when they encountered an unknown beeping and an aggressive glimmer man entity. The witness, Joseph, claims that sometime in November of 2002, he and a friend decided to head to the abandoned Brookfield Air Force Station located near Brookfield, Ohio. It had been abandoned since 1986 after previously being a nursing home. So it was an Air Force base that they turned into a fucking oh, nursing geez. home. <laughs> I mean. There are about 30 empty buildings on 10 acres of land surrounded by overgrown <laughs> vegetation and barbed wire fence. Police regularly patrol the area to keep out vandals, though many of the locals, like Joseph, spent much of their youth roaming around the old base. Joseph believes he had been there more than a hundred times. As an adult, Joseph still liked to go up there to the area occasionally and shoot guns, hike, etc. Uh, the base was about a tenth of a mile from his home, though the wood through the woods. Sorry, there was a hole cut in the fence which allowed easy access to the property. On that chilly November 2002 day, Joseph and his friend. Troy decided to head up to the base to do some shooting. Only Joseph was armed, by the way. I don't know why that's important, but it's in the story. <laughs> <laughs> there was a light snow on the ground as they made their way through the woods following a deer path to the wire fence. Joseph noted that it was unusually quiet that day walking through the woods. No sounds of animals, no wind, no nothing. At the time, he didn't think much of it, but looking back, he believes that that was the strange enough that he remembered it. After finding and crawling through the hole, they eventually made their way onto the base, walking through knee-deep grass. As they walked towards the building, they began to hear beeping sounds, which they found to be odd, given that the building hadn't had power since the late 80s. As they got up within five feet of the building, the beeps increased and became louder. They eventually made their way through an open garage door bay, and this uh, is when the beeping went crazy. So think about like a metal detector. You know how mm-hmm. you get that beep, 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 yeah. beep, 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 beep. Okay. Uh, Troy became frightened. Joseph noticed that uh, there were two doors leading into the room, one of which was closed. He found this odd because every time that he had come up, the doors were open. The beeping was coming from the room with the door closed. So despite uh, Troy's misgivings, Joseph kicked the door and entered. The beeping slowly faded out replaced by a loud droning sound. He noticed a device sitting on the floor about three feet away. Initially, he thought it was a pipe bomb. He thought he was going to die. 
It looked uh, an air. It looked like an air compressor with wires on its left side going into a rectangular black box with a cylinder attached to it. I have no idea what it was. Joseph recall, recalls. He wondered if the police or maybe the Marines who occasionally train on the base had put it there. Uh, Troy was frightened and instantly insisted that they leave. Joseph also shared that feeling. They decided to head back to the fence and get out of there. As they made their way through the tall grass, things got very quiet. They both stopped, (laughs) sensing that they were being watched. All of a sudden, they could hear footsteps coming through the overgrown brush. That is when they noticed across the field that snow was bouncing up and the grass and brush were parting as if something was going through the grass, something that they couldn't see. It was the weirdest thing, Joseph said. Joseph could see the outline of what appeared to be a human, but it was transparent. He could see it. He could see through it. He could see the brush on the other side of it, but it was distorted like an optical illusion. Both men became frightened and headed for the fence. Joseph and Troy both kept an eye on it as they moved. They noted that there were clear indentations in the snow and the brush as the snow uh, were moving as if somebody was trudging through the grass, but they couldn't see anything beyond the outline. Even stranger, Joseph claimed that it seemed to completely vanish occasionally and then come back. It trailed them but never got more than 30 feet away from them except when they neared the fence. At some point, Joseph stopped and raised his rifle at the thing. It seemed to anger the entity. There are some. Um, there was some brush that stood about fifteen feet high, and it separated like somebody drove a truck through it. It was coming hard. Snow was flying. Brush was flying. Joseph aimed, aimed at it, but for the first time ever as a hunter, he felt a real sense of dread, like he should not shoot at it. His friend Troy also urged him not to shoot, as they would only make it worse. They eventually found the hole and by this time it was at full it was at full sprint coming at them. The two men rushed into the woods, keeping an eye on the semi invisible entity. Joseph noticed that it had stopped at the fence. It was almost as if it wasn't allowed to leave. Then it was gone like it evaporated. Hmm. So three weeks later, Joseph returned with another friend and spent hours searching through every abandoned building and never found the beeping device, nor did they ever encounter the entity again. Looking back, Joseph sensed that the the thing he encountered was something evil and that it meant to do them harm. He uh, likened his sighting to an alien in the Predator films, but noted with similarity, it wasn't the same. Hmm. So, in this post that Joseph put up was a comment. Excellent to hear because I am very familiar with the radar base in Brookfield, Ohio. My grandmother lived in the woods right behind it. Uh, as kids, we would journey there from time to time through the woods on a 
special secret hike is what they said. We would get in through the hole in the fence in the woods. Um, in a word, eerie. I am familiar with the beep and the garage. My cousin John and I heard the beep, and but we never knew where where it would come from. Um, the beeps did not speed up, just loud beeps. After it closed as a nursing home, there were still mail being delivered there and collected regularly. Fire hydrants were still being kept up to date. Telephones were still on and ringing. Dogs uh, were kept in selected areas inside locked abandoned buildings. This was many years after it had closed and not a soul was around. However, you always felt like you were being watched. At times, the police would show up and... Being that we were kids, we would take off. There were definitely something governmental UFO always surrounding this place well before the famous UFO incident. See the 1994 Trumbull County, Ohio UFO incident. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, there you go. Even a listener chimed in on Joseph's story to say that he had some of the same uh, some of the same things. Right. That's crazy. Yeah. Hmm. Well, maybe they, I mean, maybe they held a alien there and lost it, and that's why they closed it down. But for the guy to be like, it was like alien predator, for him to reference that, I mean. Almost every story, almost every story references the Predator movie. And that's why they call it the predator entity. Um, I know that, and I don't I'll see if I can get this right 100%. I may be a hint bit off, but the special effects guy that was on the predator movie, his uncle used to work for the government and worked on the blue book um, stuff, which was part of the UFO extraterrestrial. Yeah, so he heard stories and that's how he came and up with And they come up the... with the idea of oh. predator. So they think that maybe the image of that is part of the glimmer man image, the stories that he was told from mm-hmm. his uncle it or whatever. It makes sense. I mean, I'll, yeah. uh, where do you think, you know, a lot of things come from, you know, in movies and books and, you know, it's people hearing stories, you know. Yeah. One of the one of the podcasts talked about like the Freddy Krueger thing was uh, Wes Craven actually wrote it uh, as something around his town that, you know, there was some child abductions and and that was part of it. And then um, something to do with a psychiatric place where people were having dreams about a man with knives on his hands. And that's how Freddy Krueger was actually born hmm. in Wes Craven's mind. So, yeah, I mean, you know, these these movies come from, you well, know, something. You know, somebody's just not going to make that up. I mean, well, I mean, well, better it, minds than me can do that shit. Imagination. It could be <laughs> aliens or it could be an invisible person. You know what I mean? How, there's so many scientists in this world. Who, who knows if there's not invisible people? Well, and, and you know, is it a military thing? Is that a, is it a military thing, or is it an alien thing? You know, mm-hmm. is yeah, hunting wild boar. <laughs> All right, you ready for this one? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I enjoy hunting wild boar. Though I have been a deer hunter and I have been known to get a turkey for Thanksgiving. For those of you who don't know, boar are a big problem in the United States. 
a sow can have two litters a year, and it is not uncommon for a litter to consist of 10 or more pigs. Given that pigs eat anything and everything, it's not hard to see why the Game Commission makes it legal to hunt them without with almost no restrictions. In my state, it's illegal to hunt more most large mammals at night or thermal vision scopes, with the exception of boar and coyote. I've been saving for a year, mostly fun money. It's hard to explain to your wife that a scope that costs literally twice as much as the rifle you're mounting it on to do is worth it. I know that feeling. It's like me buying a new guitar. You know, I got 10 of them, but I need one more. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I did it. I took it to the range and sighted it in. There was an area that was uh, peppered with boar activity, and I knew would be perfect for a night hunt. It was easily accessible with my truck with ease to find spots that I could set up in that overlooked a large, easy-to-navigate clearing. The night started uneventful, mostly me tinkering with my new toy, cycling through settings. I was a little impatient. I spotted multiple deer, but they were out of season. And like I mentioned earlier, my current setup wasn't legal for deer. I moved to another spot that I had seen earlier that probably wasn't much better than my first, but it gave me something to do and a new angle to look around with my scope. After an hour or so of glassing the area, it dawned on me. This spot doesn't have much animal activity at all. There's no rabbits, no owls. The deer that I had seen were hundreds of yards away from where I was. Why was this pocket of land so dead at night, but lively during the day? I'd set up around 10 p.m. and it was about 2 a.m. when I started thinking about packing up. So it's 2 o'clock in the morning. This guy's sitting out there. Uh, maybe setting up a target before I left, you know. Um, I heard a crunch come from the direction I had come from before. I panned my scope over and saw a silhouette of a small bear. It's important to note that my scope isn't exactly night vision. It's a thermal scope, kind of like a black and white version of what you see in the Predator movie. Hmm. I adjusted the range and zoomed in a little I remember jolting a little when I saw that it wasn't a bear. It was a man. Because it was so low and hunched over, I thought it was, you know, a young bear. Is that a game warden? It couldn't be. I wouldn't have seen headlights coming up the road from where I was perched. And where could he have walked from? I was 30 miles away from anything on a and, and on public land. I was about to call out when I noticed he was naked. No shoes, pants, or anything. I remember being disturbed by this, by his movements, like a squirrel or something, twitchy and grabbing at the foliage, snipping around and palming the trees. Was that my tree? The one I just leaned up against earlier? I thought that thought terrified me. He could smell me. Then he did something I still have nightmares about today. He squatted down, placed his hands in the dirt between his feet, and stared straight up like a dog in mid-howl. And I heard it. 
his voice coming from the direction, a female voice. Help, I'm lost. Hmm. There was a long pause, but neither of us moved a muscle. The center of my sights was trained at the dirt in front of his feet. I couldn't bring myself to aim directly at another person. Were they lost? Was this some guy that had gone crazy out here? Why was his voice so feminine? (laughs) Help, please, I can't walk. The voice came out. That's when I called bullshit. Not only, not only could he walk, when I first saw him, he was traversing the land with ease for a naked person. So, uh, so good, I mistook him for a bear. That's fuck, it's a fucking trap. This guy is trying to lure me to him with a damsel in distress routine. Luckily, the lack of activity before had caused me to pack up m- most of my gear. I think I may have left a hat and a uh, sitting pot, uh, pad, but I didn't give a shit at that moment. I took my eyes off him for a moment to get my pack. I bucked up my chest strap and scrambled for my rifle. To my horror, he was in the same position, but his face was staring my direction, and I swear he smiled. How in the hell had he heard me Get up and put my gear on. I must have been 150 yards away. Fuck off, I screamed in that direction. He stood upright, and it hit me how tall and skinny he was. Every easily six foot and very lean. He took a couple of long strides in my direction, and I instinctively sent it around, sailing above his head into the tree line. He was freaky as hell, and he hadn't really threatened me, so what would I tell the cops? He stopped in his tracks and hunched back down on all fours. The next one will fuck you up. Go away. He stayed on all fours this time. I had my sights on the center of him. His eyes were just above the grass like a large cat or something. I was trying to stop my trembling, and I knew that my voice had cracked a little in that last warning. I was terrified. That standoff probably only lasted a minute or two but uh, or less, maybe, but it felt like forever. In an instant, he bolted left towards the tree line opposite of the road, so much for not being able to walk. Uh, I couldn't help him. I couldn't keep him in my scope. He was moving so fast. He disappeared in the brush. I sent another round sailing up high in his direction. I racked another round and tried to pocket that mag and swapped uh, for a fresh one. But I dropped it, and I didn't bother looking for it. I wasn't far from my truck, and I wanted to get out of there. I didn't like that. <laughs> How did he see him? I don't know. The smile thing threw me off a little bit, but uh, I thought that uh, it was kind of it kind of falls into that same thing. I almost thought this might have been more of a skinwalker than yeah. a, than a glimmer man, but uh, the fact that he looked up into him and smiled, I thought you would love that. <laughs> oh, I didn't like. I didn't like that one. That creeped uh, me out too much. Yeah, uh, I I think it, seriously. All I mean. Everything seems to have an origin of of that. Yeah. Um, skinwalker type yeah. thing. Well, here, I got a couple of really short ones here from Reddit. Um, let me read these to you. And then I have one last one that I want to read. It's a little bit longer than these short ones. So um, I know I'm kind of reading and 
you got you both are just looking at me like he's still reading. <laughs> no, it's fine. No. I'm just listening. I just didn't like that last one. Like I was I closed my eyes to picture it and I was like, no, I shouldn't have done that. You can, can you can you can you yeah, you're sitting there and you just see him come up and put both hands in the dirt and he smells the dirt and he smells the tree and then it's like boom, he's focused on you. Yeah, he's he's hunting you. Yeah. By your scent. He's like <laughs> <laughs> I smell his booty. Um so this one from Reddit year, that bitch is shady. <laughs> I love that. I had to put that in there. <laughs> um, I didn't know that what I saw had a name. I thought it was an alien. I seen it through my night vision. It was translucent, but you could see all of the nerves firing through the whole body. Big black eyes, typical alien shape head is what I remember. I'm fixing to go look it up. Look up Glimmer Man now. That was her encounter. She saw something. Hmm. Uh, my experience was seeing something. Who is this one by? This is by Best Imagination off of uh, Reddit. My ex- uh, experience was seeing something like an alien predator, predator shimmer type thing uh, while in the deep forest last year with my husband while he was cutting firewood. I'd seen it uh, then slowly went to my husband and very calmly explained to him not to look at it as I was speaking to him and no sudden um, jerking or movement that if he did, I would get in the truck and leave his ass behind. (laughs) It just slowly disappeared out of sight. My heart was beating so fast. I was scared shitless. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Okay. Collection puts, I was working night shift in 2015 and saw it walk through the production area. Also in 2017, witnessed it again on a completely different side of town. It was quite unnerving because the first sighting, it didn't want to be seen. The second sighting, it actually turned and looked at me. No, thanks. <laughs> All right. So let's get to this last story. This last story is, is really important to, I think, the deep dive. And I want to talk a little bit about this after we're done. Okay? Mm-hmm. All right. No one is going to believe me when I say this, but I encountered, but what I encountered, I want to say, is a juvenile Sasquatch when I was young. My mom used to leave us at Green River in Kentucky to go fishing on the weekends with my little brothers. We would go camping and my mom would drive up north for the weekend. That's some great parenting Mm -hmm. right there. I'm just saying. This was back when we didn't have cell phones or anything. My mom always told us never go past the tree line because there are homeless people. We always believed that because we lived in the city and had moved to the country. And there were always talk about the homeless people in the tree lines are always yelling and banging on trees. So we always were scared of them. We're down there fishing and we ran out of bait. I want to say the last day of being there. We were leaving later in that afternoon. I had to go to the tree line. I wanted to flip rocks. Everything I could everything I could find, worms or grubs, because the carp were everywhere. 
we could see them and we wanted to get some worms so we have a better chance of catching them. So I told my brothers to stay there. I'm going to go look for bait. Well, I didn't expect to experience what I experienced. I was walking with my head down, looking at something to flip over when I seen feet, like human feet, right in front of my feet. I see the toenails and I look and they look like wood. Okay, I started to look up and I see hair on the body. But there's also parts of the body that didn't have hair. As I looked at this creature, it's not more than 10 feet in front of me. It's like we both ran into each other accidentally and we're both startled. I looked into his eyes and his eyes were like galaxies, colored brown and green, also reddish and blackish, just huge eyes. I don't know what you're looking at when you see you don't know what you're looking at when you see these colors or this creature. When the creature backed up into the sunlight, maybe three steps backwards, and when the sunshine hit its fur, it's kind of invisible. Seriously, the way the sun reflects off the fur in front of my eyes. As I'm looking at the creature in the shade, step back three times, it disappears right in front of my eyes. So the Sasquatch is moving backwards and it's going into the sunlight. It's coming out of the shade and it starts to disappear. Okay. So remind you that this, this thing is no, no more than 20 feet in front of him. Uh, I can see why people see the, um, sometimes you don't know what you're looking for. Our eyes are registering something else. I got the chills when I think about this, I was scared to death and I thought it was a homeless man. I didn't know what I was looking at. What he's explaining here is, is that this Sasquatch is turning invisible when the sunlight hits his fur. Mm-hmm. So a lot of the stuff that I was listening to talked about the fact that they think that the Glimmer Man might be associated with Sasquatch or Bigfoot. And that the technology that, and we've talked about this before, uh, technology that that if they are, in you know aliens, they have the invisibility. Um, right. Or yeah. Or portals or anything. Yeah. So I thought it was interesting, especially after the thing we did with Peter about a Bigfoot and UFOs, that this story would come up in a Glimmer Man post that he ran into a Sasquatch that actually turned invisible right in front of him. Right. There are stories that uh, that they say that people are reporting like Sasquatch was actually wearing a belt with multicolored um, like buttons or stuff on it or even carrying boxes and stuff like that that they think may be part of this whole um, invisibility thing. Hmm. So there you go. There's the stories of the Glimmer Man right right into a little Bigfoot story that they're all connected. They're all connected. Well, you better stay out of my house because my house will look like Swiss cheese by the end of it. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can't kill Bigfoot because he's got, uh, you know, he's impenetrable. He's impenetrable? <laughs> that too. Impenetrable. So there you go. There's some stories from the Glimmer Man. 
I like. I am going to actually continue to research the connection between Glimmer Man, Bigfoot, and UFOs and aliens. I think this is something uh, that's very, very interesting. Yeah. What do you think? I actually, you know, Peter, if you'd like to, if you're listening to this episode and want to chime in on what your thoughts on that between Glimmer Man and Bigfoot, I'd love to hear them. Just send me an email, United States Paranormal at gmail.com. I wonder how many people have actually seen it, but don't, it doesn't register. These are just a couple stories that I pulled out. There are hundreds of stories. And that was the beauty of the Reddit. The Reddit feed was, is that people have seen this thing and it crouches down in the trees. And I, I didn't, in any of my stories, I didn't talk about that. When it's up in the tree, you know, it's like leaned over and got his hand, you know, on the tree trunk and it's kind of bent over the, you know, like just bent down. It's hiding. Yeah. It's just observing. It, yeah. Most people said <laughs> it's just observing them. Very few. Uh, I did tell you there was a Skinwalker Ranch story. It was interesting because apparently um, uh, they called it the the hippie had come up to the gates of Skinwalker Ranch and asked if he could go in and meditate inside of there. And they said, you know, why not? So a couple of the guys took him into, you know, jumped in the Jeep and they were driving him into Skinwalker Ranch. And and he's like, this is the spot right here. It was kind of an open clearing. And I guess he went out there and, you know, they they cited it as he looked like he looked like Jesus on a cross by the way he was, you know, with his one mm-hmm. leg up on his other leg and his hands extended out as he was meditating. And they were kind of goofing on him a little bit, you know, standing, you know, a few hundred or a few feet, a few hundred feet back or whatever it was, 20, 30 feet. They were kind of goofing on him as they, but they noticed out of the corner of their eye, um, a clear human shaped entity that was, you know, transparent and they're watching it and he's meditating. And this entity is actually focused on the hippie and actually starts to charge him. And before that they could, before they could even say anything, he was on him. And I guess the, he never, never heard it. Never, you know, they said it sounded, you know, you could hear him running and you could the 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 guy meditating never heard nothing. He never flinched or anything until it was right beside him and roared and it threw him, you know, it startled him so bad he fell back about ten feet. Hmm. But the guys couldn't the guys that they take him out there, it was so quick they had they couldn't react to it whatsoever. Ew. So there are glimmer men on Skinwalker Ranch. I don't know. I, the more, you, you know, we talk about the Squatch and this and that, I honest, honestly think that uh, there's portals and things are coming through portals. I mean, because you don't see them and then boom, they're there mm-hmm. and then they're gone. You know, that there's got to be something opening up and I don't know. It just... I I've been a firm believer of this for a long time since I started doing this this podcast that uh, that uh, Bigfoot has access to portals and it just you know if it's interdimensional and he's actually an alien I I truly believe that that would explain a lot of things even even your Skinwalker Ranch and their um, 
What is it? Uh, the wormhole that they've supposedly found, you know, explains a lot and what they, and what they were what they were looking at. So hmm. there you go. There you go. I hope I didn't bore you too much with my long stories, but I thought they were I thought they were interesting, they were interesting. and fun. And I think that Glimmer Man is something that uh, that anybody can see. I think they're I think it's everywhere. I mean, it's it's crazy to think about it, but I mean these sightings are all over. I mean, not just the U.S. either. It's I mean they're sightings on every country. So, hmm. and people are just now starting to come out because they're more comfortable because there's more people coming out about being being able to see them. Right. And there are. Um, there are a couple pictures that people have taken of it. So there are pictures of it out there. Oh, wow. Do you, do you ever see The Abyss? The movie The Abyss? I think so. At the very end when the water comes through and ta- and meets with the girl at the very end and then has like that face. Uh-huh. That's something they say is similar to the Glimmer Man. Is oh, that, what okay. it, that look of that watery, you know, type thing. So I'm thinking of like... When you're looking at a campfire and the heat's coming out of it, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, that's like the, that. the heat waves are a, 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 a people explain it as like looking at heat waves or looking at saran wrap, looking through saran wrap or whatever. But mm. I just go back to the Predator movie, and it's like a lot of people who never saw the Predator movie who saw a Glimmer Man and then see the movie later, they go, "That's exactly what I saw." So it's interesting. You don't look excited about my glimmer, man. I didn't say that. You made me think. Not only do I have to be scared of aliens when I go outside now, now I have to watch for heat waves. Mm-hmm. Fuck. You're going to be like, that was a fucking alien. <laughs> this podcast is going to make uh, J-Dub like an invert. She is never coming out of her house ever again. I need medication. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I, I've uh, we've... Uh, Talked about this for a little while now, so let's. Uh, you got anything else? You you got something on your mind? I don't like it. You don't like it? I don't like it. I, it was good, but I don't like it. Now I have something else to freak out about. <laughs> and I have to go in the morning and do all my chores outside, and then when I go home at night, I have to do chores outside. Yep. <laughs> Thanks, Jeremy. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> you hear a. A woman calling. Don't don't go help. <laughs> I'll be like, sorry about your luck, lady. Guess you're gonna have to stay out there in the pasture. I'll call the I'll call the cops for you. How's that? Yeah, I get them out here right away. All right. Well, hey, thank you for checking out the United States Paranormal Podcast. Uh, hopefully, you enjoyed this episode, The Glimmer Man. This is episode seventy, listeners. Thank you for seventy episodes. Yeah, that's amazing. Uh, you guys are amazing. And like I said, I'd love to hear your stories. If you want to uh, do a voice recording and send them, uh, send them to me, we'll uh, put together an episode. I think it'd be amazing. I think it'd be great. Yeah. Um, I have some plans so so we can get some straight up reactions from uh, mm-hmm. J Dub and the Rocker Chick as we play these back. So, thank you for listening, to United States Paranormal. Please go check out our website, UnitedStatesParanormal.com. You can check out the merch page. Um, please rate review. You know, you know what we talk about every week. We appreciate everything you guys do for us, but if just a little bit more, just give me a rate and review, please, please. Sure. 
Share, share, share. Yeah, share. Share the hell out of us. Tell all your friends. Also, uh, if you like us, maybe like something else in the Golden Mojo Empire, which include the Call Guys, Golden Image Podcast, Indiana Chiefs fans, Golden 80s. I had to think about it. What else was on Thursday? Golden 80s, uh, murder nerds, or a, ca- a, court of bo- a case of books and booze. <laughs> a court of books and booze. I'm so sorry. Um, you know, everything from the Empire. Thank you guys so much. And remember, keep it spooky. And I'll see you on the other side. Bye. Bye. To support other Golden Mojo Entertainment Productions, check out Golden Image Podcast, The Call Guys, and Murd Nerds wherever you enjoy listening to podcasts. To see photos and find new episodes of the United States of Paranormal, follow us on our social media, Twitter, at T-U-S-O-P-P-O-D or Instagram at the United States of Paranormal and Facebook, the United States of Paranormal. If you have a place that you'd like us to look into or would like to share your spooky story that we can read on the air, please email us at the United States of Paranormal at gmail.com.